This podcast is sponsored by Kingsdown Meadow, located in beautiful Kent countryside. New homes available. Search Serenity Parks. Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Nicola Everett. Hello, thanks ever so much for downloading today's podcast. Hope you're okay. It's Thursday, April the 15th, and you'll be more than familiar by now with the hands, face, space message from the government to try and stop the spread of coronavirus. Now, leading medics are suggesting it's changed to face, space, hands, with an emphasis on the importance of fresh air. Doctors have also warned that ventilation in pubs and restaurants must be improved to prevent another spike in cases when they're able to welcome people back inside. The British Medical Association have spoken out after a recent study found the virus transmits mostly between people at close range through inhalation. Well, first, let's hear from consultant virologist Dr Julian Tang on why he thinks the message should change. The overall messaging in the UK, hands, face, space, should probably be more the other way around, face, face, hands, because the space that you're in and you're sharing it with other people when they're talking, possibly infected and breathing in that space. That's the risk of exposure that we should be worried about. We've also been getting reaction today from Philip Thorley, who's a director at Thorley Taverns, which has a number of pubs in Thanet. He's been speaking to Jamie. Pubs and, uh, and restaurants generally are very well went- ventilated to start with. Pre-smoking, one would have a lot of vent axias to take out the smoke from buildings, etc. Um, however, windows, air conditioning, opening of doors, etc., Uh, has all been part of uh, lockdown one and when we reopened last July uh, and we had no issues whatsoever with ventilation and we don't believe it's going to be an issue going forward either Jamie. Do you think there is anything more that can be done or do you think everything that you can possibly do is being done already? We the industry feel as though we've been whipping boys to the government and to the health lobby Um, I think that they, they will continually come and pick on hospitality with regard to we, we've been the longest shut, uh, we've had the most regulation put on us, uh, we're the most policed. Um, however, they still want to keep lapping that on top. Now, if there was a level playing field, so if everybody had to have this ventilation, if every office building, if every council building, if every library, uh, if everywhere had to go on the level playing field, one would have to go and join in with that. But pubs, restaurants and hospitality are professionally run venues and, and have very good heating and ventilation to make sure that our customers have been uh, happy and safe. So do you think it's unfair? Do you think you're being picked on unfairly by the government? I think we've been picked on as an industry, as a part of an industry since the beginning of this. Um, There has been scant little, if any at all, uh, correlation between cases and hospitality. When you look at what we do, we do track and trace, we do hand sanitisation, we sanitise the tables and chairs that people are sitting on. But yet they come back to hospitality looking to put more onerous conditions on us. And it's simply unfair. At the moment, pubs and restaurants can welcome customers outside. We won't be able to sit inside to eat a meal or have a drink until May the 17th at the earliest. That's also when a review of social distancing will take place. Kent Online News. The family of a moped rider who died after a crash in Ashford have described him as a fun and polite teenager. 
18-year-old Tyrese Quigley was involved in a collision with a car near the new Fox Inn in Willsborough on Monday night. Two men who beat a bodybuilder unconscious with a fire extinguisher at a pub in Ashford have been jailed. A court heard the victim suffered a shattered eye socket and still has blackouts after being repeatedly punched and kicked in the head at the William Harvey in August 2019. The 30- and 31-year-olds have been locked up for a total of more than 13 years. Windows have been smashed and racist graffiti sprayed on a chicken shop in Dover. Jerk and Tings on London Road was targeted on Monday night. The boss says it's sad as hospitality has already suffered enough this year. At kentonline.co.uk, you can see the moment a thief took cash from a Canterbury restaurant just days after opening. CCTV footage shows a man pretending to make an order before taking £15 from a tip jar at the number 35 restaurant in St Margaret Street yesterday. A staff member says they tried chasing him, but he managed to flee with the money. Now, it's been confirmed that students won't be returning to uni campuses until May the 17th at the earliest. Kent would normally be home to thousands, but the vast majority are still working from home because of the pandemic. Some have questioned why they're having to wait so long, considering schools reopened several weeks ago. We've been chatting to Aisha Dosange, who is acting president at the Kent Students' Union. It's a mix of frustration and disappointment. It's frustrating because it's taken such a long time for the government to finally say something about students at university that isn't essentially blaming them for the rising COVID cases. But it's also very disappointing to know that the government really has only made this after backlash from bodies like the NUS and from Universities UK. And for us at the University of Kent, it means the opportunity to return on the 17th of May means we've missed out on all teaching, which ended last Friday. And it means that we are going into online exams. There's there's literally no reason to return to campus. Does it very much, I suppose, feel like a token gesture that they thought, okay, now you can come back? It's very odd to see that the government has finally made this after all the effort it put into alienating students back in December during the Christmas travel period, and then finally saying they can return after so much confusion that they put us through, um, so much frustration where we weren't allowed to return to our term time addresses, um, but they were allowing people to return to their second homes abroad. And so it feels very much like they finally realised students were actually a thing. How have you found it yourself? Obviously, the actual content of classes has been put out there and they are really trying hard to recreate stuff online. But it's all about those small touch points. You can't go into your um, staff member's office. You can't catch them when they're walking across campus. You can't just ask them a simple question. I think going on to a meeting online, you have to have an agenda, you have to have something to talk about, and you can't actually have a social relationship with the people around you because it's so serious when you're having an online conversation and there has to be a point to it, whereas those small things that you would normally do in person just can't be recreated. The Kent Online Podcast with Serenity Parks. A Kent MP has been accused of outrageous contempt for constituents after refusing to answer questions about her rent expenses. Official records show Faversham's Helen Waitley has been claiming £3,250 a month in taxpayers' money for accommodation costs. Now, she lives in a £1.3 million farmhouse on the outskirts of the town, and it's understood the rent claims relate to a property in London. Now, there's absolutely no suggestion she's broken any rules, but she has been criticised for a lack of transparency 
transparency after declining to comment to explain the numbers. Families are questioning why swings have been taken away from parks across Canterbury. The play equipment's been removed from sites including Toddler's Cove, St Stephen's and Hurston. The council say it's all due to repairs that are needed and they're having to wait for parts to arrive. Meantime, equipment at a park in Dover has been taped off just days after it opened. A slide and swing can't be used at Russell Gardens due to concerns for children's safety. Parents have also reported issues with the shingle surface at the site. But the council says the equipment was checked before it opened, but an extra review is being done. Now, as lockdown continues to ease, how are you feeling? It's something we should be asking each other more, apparently, because a surprising number of us might be rather anxious. Non-essential shops, salons, gyms and some attractions reopened on Monday and we can also meet in groups of six outside. But some might find going out again harder than others. Lorraine Gibbs is from West Kent Mind and she's been telling the podcast how they've been receiving more calls. Change is not easy. I think we had to adapt and make a transition from what was the normal of being out and about and, and, and seeing people. We think it was just going to the shops. Then we had to transition to staying home and being told to stay home. And now, after just over a year, we're having to make another transition because I think that year it's become our normal. And when it's our normal, it's very hard to move out from that. And that's what our clients are telling us and what people are saying when they phone up. And as I said before, our telephone calls have significantly increased for people asking us for advice and and actually just wanting to talk about how they feel which is very important, I have to say, because, you know, at West Kent Mind, we're, we're passionate about talking about mental health and being open about it, because if we can do that, it could actually allay some of the anxiety. We've also been speaking to Dr Lydia Kearney, who is a lecturer in psychology at the University of Kent. I know from my own experience, we've tried to keep up with friends throughout lockdown, but you do it online and you do it in this quite artificial way, which doesn't really replicate how we talk when we're face to face. You know, when we're face to face, we speak across each other and we kind of jump across conversations. Whereas when you're online, it really prompts a much more kind of turn-taking approach. Now, while that um, is something we'll have to overcome, it's actually something that for a lot of socially anxious people, they might have found themselves quite enjoying because that's something, so a socially anxious person is very prone to spend quite a lot of the conversation planning what they're going to say next. And that's much easier to do if you're speaking to someone online. It's much harder face to face. So I think understanding that we're all going to be readjusting to face to face socialization, if we all keep that in mind and be kind to each other and ourselves, I think that's our best route uh, back to a more normal kind of social life. Kent Online reports. Bosses of a Kemp Festival say they're devastated to cancel it for a second year because of the pandemic. Neverworld, which is held in Hever, had been scheduled to take place this July with Groove Armada and Travel among the artists playing. But organisers say they've incurred eye-watering losses because of last year's cancellation and the financial risk of going ahead with the event is just too great. Dover is now the sixth most affordable town for buying a house in the UK. That's according to the property website Zoopla. It's also in the top 10 for cheapest towns per region. The average home in the area costs just over £224,000. 
There are plans for more colourful beach huts on the coast at Romney Marsh because there's such huge demand. There are already almost 30 on the seafront at Littlestone and now bosses want to add up to 100 more. Hundreds of people are already on a waiting list for one. And former UKIP leader, now internet greeting star Nigel Farage, appears to have been caught out by one of the oldest pranks in the book. Happy birthday, Hugh Janus. I've heard you're a massive fan of Shez Wheelie and her battle against Cal the Dragon. How could I help to make sure Shazwili wins the war against Cal and his garden gnome army? And this is from the lads, lads, lads. Happy birthday. Bit of an anchorman moment there for the ex-politician who once ran to be an MP in Thanet. It's not the first time he's been caught out either. You can see when it's happened before at Kent Online. Kent Online Sport. Sport and two Kent players have been named in Wisdom's five cricketers of the year. Congratulations to 44-year-old Darren Stevens, who's become the oldest player to be given the honour since 1933 after his strong performance for the county team last season. Zach Crawley is also on the list following his impressive batting for England, which included a score of 267 in their test match against Pakistan in August. Well, Kent are currently playing their first home game in the county championship this season. They're taking on Yorkshire at Canterbury after their first match with Northamptonshire ended in a draw. That's all for today. Thanks ever so much for listening. Don't forget you can subscribe to the IM News app. That will give you access to all KM Group newspapers. Just head to subsaver.co.uk. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. This podcast is sponsored by Kingsdown Meadow, located in beautiful Kent countryside. New homes available. Search Serenity Parks.